Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to HadIt.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jay Basher. I'm kind of pinching for Gerald. Gerald's under the weather tonight. Uh, we're still going to do a show, though. The show must go on. Uh, today's March the 8th, 2014. Uh, we've changed our name a little bit now to the Veterans Helping Veterans radio show. This is going to be the Ask Basher Hour. And... Uh, I've got a treat for you guys tonight. Uh, we've got a co-host, and this lady has been a veterans advocate for many years, one of the sharpest people I've ever ever had the opportunity to know. And she graduated from the American Military University. And with any further ado, I want to announce Berta Simmons as our co-host tonight. Well, thank you, John. That was very kind and very generous. Uh, but, you know, we're all part of a site that is the smartest place in town. So uh, I'm looking forward to this show, and there's a lot we can talk about. Yeah, there is. Uh, we wanted to touch some, uh, a few issues tonight. Uh, this claims process that the VA, you know, puts everybody through, uh, you have a, you know, by the time you get done with this process, you become a very educated person, you know, because you learn everything that you need to learn to get your claim settled. And uh, it's starting out, it's very overwhelming. And, uh, you know, if you file a claim, and uh, first you have to know what's wrong with it, and you file a claim over it, and you have to word it exactly right and make sure they have all the records and all the information. Then uh, after a certain amount of time, the way they do claims is you file a claim. Say if you file a claim in December, then they'll stack your claim with other guys in your regional office and file their claims in December, and they try to decide them on a date basis and uh, of course they've got some fast track and other items they try to use for different types of claimants like the fully developed claim or other things but uh, we want to talk about what happens after the claim is filed and uh, so uh, the reason we're stating this is once you file your claim and you receive a correspondence the VA will send you a letter saying we've received your claim for benefits then it'll go on to tell you that we are a very busy place and that, you know, we have a lot of claims and basically we'll get to your claim when we can. <laughs> that's, that's it in a nutshell. But uh, after about, a, oh, I'd say a year, close to a year anyways, you receive a letter in the mail, you know, and after all this hard work you put in, you see this big old envelope come in, you know, and you're all excited and you've been watching the mailbox for six months every day and, all of a sudden, you see this letter, and the first thing you see, we denied your claim for benefits. And believe me, more folks see that letter than they see the award letter, the approval letter. Indeed. And it actually, when you see that, your chest just falls to the floor. You know, and then, uh, you know, and you, you're, it puts you in an area to where you're completely lost. 
uh, you get real depressed, and uh, it hurts. You know, it's like somebody hitting you in the gut, knocking the air out of you. But we pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off, and we start. That's that's when we start getting angry. We start learning. And the first thing I want to inform everybody, if you get a denial letter like that, the first thing you need to do is get some help. That's the biggest thing is getting the accurate help and somebody that knows what's going on to help you because this is this is a big issue. It's a big snake we're fighting. And, Berta, what's some of the ways they can get help? Uh, well, they can come to Hatter.com. Yep, that's, that's one That's the avenue. best place to come to. Uh, they can get a veterans organization to represent them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, sometimes helps a lot. There's a lot of good service uh, reps out there, but there's also, as we all know, a lot who don't know what they're doing. They're not up on the regulations. They don't answer the phone. And the bad part is, John, if you get a good service uh, vet rep, they're usually the ones that are the most overwhelmed of all. Yes. Uh, and and I always said I wish they wore buttons that says smart or stupid because you can't tell. <laughs> you can't tell. I mean, uh, I had reps that acted like they were uh, practically next to God with their knowledge of Title 38. <laughs> and yeah. come to find out uh, they really didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, but certainly they should come to com. It's always good to get a, a back breath because they are one more sauce source, uh, you can contact, if they have a copy of your claim or copies of your evidence and maybe proof that they submitted the evidence themselves, right. when VA tells you that they never received this, that, or the other. <laughs> so right. in that respect, uh, you know, they're pretty good at that. And uh, I hate to knock all of them. Uh, uh, there's some excellent ones out there, but they're the busy ones. They're working so hard that they're, you know... They can't, it's a shame. They are stretched uh, beyond a point. I'm, I think the burnout rate is um, pretty high for vet reps that they're good. And uh, it, the burnout rate is pretty high for us advocates from time to time. Oh, yeah. Um, never in the uh, battle. But, uh, and I think the best thing they can do also is to get their spouse up to speed on the computer if their husband or wife is not using one. Uh, it's easy to learn the Internet today, and God forbid if something happens to them, their spouse will need the computer because uh, VA intends to go paperless. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and I, I just can't imagine filing a claim today and not being able to access everything you have to access. That's and, of true. course, the VA itself... Uh, will send the veteran a, um, a BCAA letter. They will tell them what they need, evidence they specifically need. Um, now we have these benefits. Uh, us widows are not allowed to do benefits. I don't know why. <laughs> they told me DOD doesn't know who we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but you don't yeah. exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of course, e-benefits is not too reliable all the time. But another source of help is the IRIS system. Um, the, it's uh, IRIS, the Integrated Response Information System. Mm-hmm. It's the email system for the VA. And sometimes, uh, well, they've never responded to three IRISs, I said. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what that. to say. <laughs> um, you're right. But, uh, you're right. But, uh, you're right. but then again, 
Pardon me. You're right. Um, one good thing oh. about the one good thing about IRA system, it may not be the most efficient system in the world, but the best thing about the IRA system is this: you get a response from the VA. You're getting their response in writing. Absolutely. So you can't print that sucker. You can get it and take a picture of it, and then you can do it that way because you've got their response in writing. Absolutely. Hey John, John, look uh, up at the stream time, John. Say again? Look up at the stream time. Okay. It needs to be changed. Excuse me for breaking in there. Oh, go ahead, Mike. I, it's just a technical problem. Oh, Okay. Okay, are we actually running now, or what's going on with the stretch? Yeah, yeah, we're running fine. We got six minutes and forty-one seconds left. We've got to change it. It was show set up for fifteen minutes instead of oh, okay, an hour. Okay, I'll take care of that. Okay, John, <laughs> I'll take care of that. But uh, Bertie, go ahead and explain to them a little more about uh, what they should do if they give denial. You know what? How you know what? What steps they got to take? Do they got to write it in, in a notice disagreement or what? And let me play this for a minute. I'll be right back on. Uh, well, the thing is uh, about notice of disagreement, uh, the first thing they've got to do is see if the VA made a clear and unmistakable error in the decision. It doesn't happen often, uh, but uh, I, I, I want a claim like that in the claim process, period, and I've got one pending. They made a clear and unmistakable error right from the get-go in the decision, and uh, I ended up filing an NOD on the last uh, situation because my time was running out and they hadn't uh, adjudicated the uh, Q claim that I filed against them. But that's a long story there and I've explained a lot about it. Had it. Uh, the first thing they've got to do is not panic. Uh, you know, John, you are so right. Uh, most of us hardcore claimants have gotten so many denial letters. Uh, I, I always said I could wallpaper my bathroom with all the denials I've gotten. Uh, but you got to sit back, you got to put it down, and you got to just get away from it for at least a couple hours and then read it. And then the next day, you got to read it again. Because in the denial letter itself, there might be clues. Uh, the evidence list, that's a, a big lie sometimes. If you see the evidence list does not reflect your, your most important evidence, uh, right there, uh, you've got a big chance to uh, turn the claim around. Um, if the denial gives some rhetoric that the C&P examiner stated, which it probably will, which the VA used to deny the claim, uh, then you have to figure out, um, is there any logic to that? You can rebut that yourself with a notice of disagreement, but in the long run, you might need an independent medical opinion. They got to think about that, but uh, there's a lot of options there, and I think it is. Uh, it just hits people like a sledgehammer when they get a denial. Uh, it's easy to get depressed, and I used to get angry, and I would get so angry I couldn't think straight. So that's right. It's good to just put it down somewhere and let it sit there and not think about it for a while, uh, or come to have it and try to scan it and cover your personal identifying information and scan the reasons and basis and then the evidence list that they use. Uh, because a lot of us right right there, you know, 
some of us have had 20, 30 years of experience with the VA, and we might see right away, uh, you know, what is wrong with with the claim and how they can um, resurrect it. Um, And, of course, their appeal rights will come with the denial. Um, uh, Now, uh, sometimes uh, it's a good idea to ask for a reconsideration and we talk about that it had it once in a while. Um, if they missed important evidence or um, you recently got, during the claims process, more updated probative evidence, uh, you can ask them with that evidence to reconsider the denial. However, it does not stop the NOD one-year deadline. That's so, the well, I, Huh? Go ahead. That, that deadline that deadline is the kicker it you know you cannot miss that that's right john you know it's a shame we had a real nice service officer that had it years ago uh but on that point he argued with me a lot on the board he had filed for a few vets for reconsideration and what i think happened is he he and the veteran allowed that nod deadline to just pass away uh, because he argued with me over that point that I kept making until I gave him some board decisions that proved the point. Um, I don't think it's fair. But the VA, I had a reconsideration. And what they did, they they actually responded to me every time I responded to them. And I I was suffering from an illusion because I thought they were actually working on the reconsideration. But luckily, I had marked my calendar and, you know, that year NOD deadline can pass very quickly if you think that they are going to award you on the reconsideration. And here I filed my NOD within about five days of the deadline because it finally hit me. They're just trying to piss away my NOD deadline. They, they didn't resolve my claim. They had it for six years at my regional office. <laughs> it was sent to the uh, Nehmer, uh, uh Philadelphia regional office with my Nehmer claim. And they really? they awarded that claim in, in three weeks. You know, there's something wrong with that picture. How come one regional office can read evidence and make a proper award, but the other one hasn't learned how to read the claim properly for six years? I mean, can you figure Berta, that? Berta, we've had a technical problem. We're fixing to lose this show. Uh, okay. But what we're going to do is it'll go ahead and it'll, it'll shut down. And okay. guys, give us, give us 15 minutes, and then, uh, Berta, we'll call back in, and we'll start a new one. And, oh, uh, okay. So, but let, let, go ahead and keep talking until, until it shuts off, and we'll, we'll pick oh, up from okay. there. Oh, okay. Well, we have no problem to keep talking, do we, John? No, when the, when, the show, when the show ends, I can continue on the air, I believe. Okay, we'll so, continue on for 15 I minutes, just, and we'll start a new one. I've already got a new one no. scheduled. Okay. All right. No, we'll do it that way, and that way we can keep track of this stuff. Sometimes it reverts yeah. back, Berta, on the on the show timing. Sometimes if you don't hit the timing twice, sometimes oh. it'll kick you back. It's it's in fifteen minute intervals. Sometimes it kicks you back. Oh, gee. And uh, it's that's the only crazy. that's the only drawback. This is a great system, but it, that's the only drawback. Yeah, but, uh, well, that's okay. Uh, it can be worked with. Are we off the air now? No, we're still on. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, yeah. But uh, you made a good point, John. The first thing a veteran with a denial has to do is not panic. 
because, like you said, you know, we've all uh, accepted these denials. Uh, the appeals process is unique. I mean, it gives us a good chance to uh, make our case even better. I feel that the notice of disagreement should be carefully prepared. Yeah. It's our first avenue of attack. Yes, uh, you're exactly can, right. Yeah. Uh, I feel that you should tell them exactly why they're wrong and send the evidence and attach it to the notice of disagreement telling them why. Yeah. Um, and then uh, down the road in the appeals process, you'll be asked if you want a DRO review, decision review officer, to look, review the claim or yeah. the attrition traditional appeals process. Yeah, well, and, just, the NOD will trigger a uh, response from the VA, and then they'll send you a statement of case, and then they'll ask yes. you what you want. So, Yeah, but, uh, and the statement of the case, that's another thing that you got to read over it very, very, very carefully. Uh, years ago, I realized that the VA had parsed a CMP exam. They left out part of a sentence right at the end of the SOC uh, that was in the actual exam result. And it was what the doctor had said at the end that could have awarded that claim a lot sooner than it got awarded. Um and I said to myself, you know, those dirty SOBs, how dare they do that? But, you know, this was so long ago, I didn't realize how skillfully the VA can manipulate the CMP exam. They can. Um, and that's why, and I was so dumb, I didn't even know I could get a copy of it, the original copy. And I called up the CMP doctor and gave him all sorts of hell on the phone. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we calmed down. And he said to me, uh, Mrs. Simmons, I'm going to read you my actual exam results. He had mm-hmm. it in his desk. And when he did, it was different than what the VA said he said. And, and he was really PO'd. Uh, then we made up. And uh, actually, we, we talked a few times on the phone after that. And uh, he agreed with my next claim. And I said, well, doctor, uh, uh, can you, uh, I knew his name. They had actually put his name in the decision. I said, doctor, can you give me an independent medical opinion for my new claim? He said, oh, God, no. He said, Bertie, you knocked down two of my opinions already. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and he was right, but I knocked them down because the VA had manipulated what he wrote down. And, um, and, and I laughed about that with the doctor. Uh, but he said to me, he said, I agree with you. You have an excellent case. He said, go for it. Yeah. Because I had told him something. It was a different type of case. And uh, just those words of encouragement from a VA doctor uh, made me go for that claim. And uh, uh, But, uh, yes, the statement of the case contains clues um, sometimes. And it it's does. like it. Go ahead, John. It does. It does. It does contain a lot of information you need to read very carefully. And uh, uh, John, uh, have you had a lot of trouble with your claims with the VA? When I first did, it took me 14 years, Berta, from start to finish. Oh, my and, uh, God. It, uh, yes, it was a uh, first denial was no records were available. And then uh, I tried to reopen it several years later because the records had somehow became available. And uh-huh. they still denied it, saying that nothing happened. 
And then uh, later on, after I got awarded, they used the records to rate me. So I've still got to go back and do some stuff. And I'm gonna, I'm waiting until I get some little bit of protection involved because you know how you know how how they can be. So oh, oh, know. indeed. How long do you have to go for that? Ten years. Uh, next year, we done. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, so Good job. Yeah, right. and uh, we'll yeah. go after that because they should use three point one five six C, and I'll, I'll I'll throw that as a cue at them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, you had tried to get the records yourself from uh, NARI. I got them now. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I I can remember when I started out years ago. I had no idea. Yeah. There was a national archive, and, and to think, well, I posted uh, a link to it uh, this morning and had it, 180, right online. Uh, it was veteran's wife asking, and as far as I know, John, but correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> the last time I did it, uh, I asked for my husband's Navy records and his USMC records. Uh-huh. And I had to uh, print off something from the NERA website that was barcoded, uh-huh. and sign it, and mail it in to where they said. Right, to, right. That's what uh, you do. Yeah, you print that form. Yeah. And of know. course, and I told the uh, whites this morning you had to keep copies of everything: the SF-180, what the barcoded thing, everything. <laughs> I didn't tell her how long it would take. It, it only took me uh, maybe eight weeks. Uh, to get a letter, and my husband's uh, Navy records, he was only in the Navy a short time, but they did say that his Marine Corps records were with the Buffalo Regional Office, and that's where they were supposed to be. So I figured, okay, good, Uh, at least I know where they are. Okay, in that case, what you do there is you turn around and you double up right there. You go ahead and you ask for the records from from St. Louis or from the National Personal Records Center, NPRC, and you turn around at the same time and you do the form and you send it to the regional office requesting the entire copy of the claims folder, a complete copy. That's how you need to ask for it. Yeah. yeah. Because you, you're going to get them again, and when you get them, you compare them. And it might, take yeah. you, it might take you a couple of months, you know, because I've got a gun safe that I bought after I got my first award, and it's flat full of records. <laughs> <laughs> Waterproof, fireproof, and <laughs> VA proof. <laughs> the VA bonnet. <laughs> well, they, oh. they had a hand in it, you know. But uh, yeah, boy. So, well, a, you know, I, it's a battle. Well, it's interesting. I think like that too, uh, John. Over the years, every time I did get treat myself to a good meal. <laughs> Not that I don't eat a good meal every day, but, you know, maybe something special like lobster. And I buy myself a good movie uh, that that I enjoyed watching over and over again, you know. Yeah, we, and, got, uh, we got the Hunger Games we're going to watch here in a few minutes. Uh, what's it called? The Hunger Games. It's the. Oh. It's a good movie. Oh. A little bit sci-fi, yeah, I, but it's a good movie. Yeah, I've never seen that. I, I there's a lot of good movies uh, I never see, and then uh, I got the Directv where you can buy them. But if they're really good, uh, 
I'm better off sometimes just going to Amazon and uh, well, there's a you can watch them. you can watch actually you can actually get the Hunger Games movie itself part one and Catching Fire just came out as part two it's on DVD you can watch both of them they're in a series there's three in the, three in the series and the other one's not I think the other one's not been filmed yet but it it's really interesting it's kind of it's it's kind of a it's a little bit out there but uh, it kind of it, it basically shows what the world might be in thirty years <laughs> oh boy. Oh well, and, and you know, I you never know. I mean, I have a girlfriend who's been stocking up with extra food and security and supplies oh, and for years. <laughs> you know, she she's really uh, feels that we're going to uh, see Armageddon in her lifetime. Okay. And uh, last year she asked me if I would uh, uh, give her a reference for a gun permit, right. a pistol permit. Her and her boyfriend. Yeah, I'm and going to the class here pretty soon. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they had to take a class up here in New York. Yeah. And then I signed the forms uh, and got them notarized, and I had to take them to the uh, village clerk. And then uh, about three weeks later, uh, one of uh, the state troopers called me up to go over. Uh, you know, they, he, they asked me questions about the character of both of these. Oh, people. yeah, you referenced them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the hey, funny Bert- thing is that, the cop said to me, he said, uh, well, like, uh, what did they tell you they needed a pistol for? And I didn't, you know, I didn't expect that question because I never asked. And I said, well, you know, maybe they want uh, to shoot possums or small woodchucks. I said, I have no idea. Cause, but I, I used to, uh, well, I have a, uh, a Remington that I used to shoot woodchucks with. I don't know if you can. Uh, I don't know if you can use a pistol on a woodchuck. Well, yeah, you but, uh, can. But uh, uh, the cop said, "Well, that's okay." Yeah, uh, uh, and well, I, he he. I had referenced both, and so he got done with my girlfriend's uh, thing there application, and I said, "Well, you've got her boyfriend's application there too. His name is Mark." And he says, "Yeah, that's the next application I got." He says, "Oh, you referenced him too." I said, yeah, you might as well stay online with me so I can get in the group effort. <laughs> hey, well, uh, let's go ahead and end this one, Bert, if we'll get stressed in this one. And it'll hang us up. And then what we can do is we can call back in. We'll start the next one in about four, three minutes. Oh, okay. Now, should I hang up then? Uh, uh, should I hang up then and call back? Yeah, we can't stretch. Are you, are you, are you with us, Stretch? Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Go ahead in this one, and we've got another schedule for about it's starting at eight thirty Eastern, seven thirty Central. So let's go ahead and do it that way. Okay, so folks, give us that. about a five minute break, and we'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Bye now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.